working on my night cheese. Welcome, Rankensteins, to Yo Dats Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. This thing very much matters, and this week we are talking your top 10 cheeses. So, hi, Kaylin. Hi. I'm a little unmoored at the moment. Some moments, sometimes we're like a little crazy, right? Like, I really am not. You're. I feel like I keep like a pretty solid mood to these recordings. You are the one that we are just. I'm hot and I'm cold. I'm yes and I'm no. This cheese episode, I'm about to while and out. Um, I spent the last thirty minutes just walking around the grocery store talking to myself. That really helps ground me i don't know if other people do that too i know you and i both do oh i will have just full conversations like all right what are we doing here what's oh okay this aisle i guess i gotta go and the mask like the mask adds a little bit of like mystery like a mysterious like (laughs) people are probably like does she have is she talking to is it her is this is her voice traveling is she listening to a podcast no i'm not it's just me talking to myself i'll be like soup soup we need some soup like just (laughs) walking down the aisle it's deranged but you were doing that in the cheese aisle yeah, while I was at the grocery store, I saw all of these crazy cheeses you may have seen on our Instagram story. And guys, so much of me wanted to get one of those fancy cheeses that like all y'all wrote in the about. The espresso kind. The, the rum espresso runner. kind. This Manchego that apparently everyone likes. I just, I don't think I've personally had. And I was like, oh, Manchego. I look at it. Small, small sliver. seven fifty. So small. You I was like. believe it. Guys, are all of our listeners wealthy? Yeah. Like somehow because I can't rationalize buying this piece of cheese for seven fifty. People will pay for cheese. I'll say that. If you go to I don't your area does not have a Trader Joe's, but that's where I love to get like different kind of cheeses. And let me tell you something. I do have to look at those like nicely doodled price points and be like, it's a little too rich for my blood, TJ. But yeah. I'll get some. I'll talk some about like my favorite ones from there. The best experience we've had with cheese personally yes. is where we really expanded our palates, right? We we went on a journey, a magical we journey. We went on a Christmas journey when you got us each an Aldi cheese advent calendar for Christmas I was of 2020. So looking for any kind of advent calendar yes. that I and I found this like Bon Marie one, you know the ones where like there's jams and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like fancy people jams. Well, that was like a trillion dollars. Right. So then I was like maybe chocolates. And I was like that's boring. And I was like Harry Potter socks. No. Oh, so then I was like I need an advent calendar. Gimme, yes. gimme. And you said, mm-hmm. "Hey, my Aldi has those sometimes and it's cheese. That sounds kind of fun." Mm-hmm. So I went and got us some Guys, that is a pro tip. Go get the Aldi cheese advent calendar. And another pro tip, if you're making a charcuterie board, Aldi has a lot of fun, fancy cheeses for less money. And I know a lot of people who do their cheese boards from Aldi. Top shelf, though. You have to look up. Like, don't look at the Happy Valley. What's it called? Happy Farms. Don't go Happy Farms like mild cheddar. At your eye level, (laughs) that's not where you want to go. When I send Brian to the grocery store, I'll say, like, extra sharp. Look up like from where you think you are and find me that stuff that's like up in the wax paper. I'm not going for this cheap Aldi stuff. But yes, they do. They're known to have some good cheeses. And we tasted some delicious varieties. Yeah. Like this is why we're qualified to give you guys yeah. this episode is we tasted. It was really only 12 cheeses. Yeah, they like, doubled it. They that was spread a it trick. over 24. That was such a trick. Uh, but we every night FaceTimed each other and ate the cheese. We tried a bite of it without a cracker. Then we Ooh. tried it on a cracker. Yeah. So every day we like ranked and rated these cheeses and we're just like, mm, which ones do we like? There was a lot of Gouda. In wow. That. Was there Gouda? And we here's had a the thing. smoked Gouda, a black pepper oh, Gouda, an pep- aged Gouda. A jalapeno Gouda. A, a hot Gouda. Right. Now there's no cheese we didn't like with a cracker. As soon as we stuck a cracker under it, we were like, yum, 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 yum. Some of them though, I remember being like, when I tasted it without a cracker. But don't, there was an don't herbed you know. Gouda that was a little too. It did not for go us. over well. It was like a Greek salad, which I like, but in a Gouda, and it was just a little <laughs> much for me. But put a rosemary like gluten free cracker from Aldi underneath it. I'm eating that up. So yes, our favorite we're good. cheese from this yes. trees. I think I said. 
from this advent calendar was the red Leicester, is what I'm gonna say. You know what we're saying if we're saying it. You know it. If you've seen the red Leicester before, (laughs) it was the best one. We were like, what is this? It just looked yellow, it looked boring. And guys, don't judge a cheese by its cover because that was the best one of all 12. We loved it. We also loved the EDAM, E D A M cheese. Remember? Mm -hmm. We liked that a lot too, which I think we found out is what like a baby bell is. And we were like, yes. oh, yum. Okay, that's why we like it. It's from my lunchbox. I'm very, like, familiar. So we liked those. We're experts. I will say that when we were recording, so a lot of the time we have on a whiteboard, you know, what we're going to rank every – we have it, like, planned out by week on a calendar. And I don't – it's in Cody's house. So sometimes I forget what's next. And at the end of the last – or at the beginning, whatever, when I said, like, what are we ranking next – Cody just started laughing maniacally and he was like, cheese. (laughs) I said, like, is it a good idea to go for cheese? And you guys surprise us every time because, again, we had so much engagement on cheese. You guys have opinions. We are going to talk so many different things. We're going to talk about what our favorites are, what the weird ones are, why some people are a little hoity-toity with their cheeses, why we need to go back to the basics, the difference between yellow and white. We're just going to talk it all this episode. I think it's actually going to be really funny. But before we get into the list, let's talk our Rankenstein of the week. This week is a student of mine, Mm -hmm. and he probably knows who he is because none of my students think I'm cool. None of them want to listen, so he's probably the literal only (laughs) student I have who is listening. This is Mr. Todd File. Now, Todd is Rankenstein of the Week for two reasons. He makes you feel cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because I just like I need him to reaffirm me as I affirm one. him. Uh-huh. One, he is not allowed to have cheese. Like he's allergic to dairy, so okay. he just can't have it. Which actually, a lot of people came on and ranked oh, yeah. for us. A lot of people saying like, "I'll eat a dairy pill and then rank and think <laughs> yeah. about these cheeses." Okay, this episode is sponsored by Lactaid. For yes, sure. for sure. So. But he still chose to rank this week, even though he can't eat it. He was like, look, I like these names. I'm going to break apart where they come from. He's like the smartest person I know. So it was very funny. And then the second reason is he emails me his ranking every week. Todd has no social media. I literally do not know how he knows what the topic is. He he emailed me immediately when like the cheese ranking came out. Like the topic went out and I had an inbox from Todd file and I was like, whoa, okay. This so is he's securing a, his position. Yes. He's got a source on the inside. So congrats to you, Todd file. You are Rankenstein of the week. All right. How about Kaylin for our Aldi roundup? Uh-huh. Let's quickly just go 20 through 11 okay. because we have some fun cheeses on here and we're going to either say moo oh, like no. as a good thing uh-huh. or no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I might just say moo or no. But yes, could okay, okay. Could you tell I literally just, just thought, thought of it? Right I watched now. it in your eyes happen. Uh-huh. Like look around. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll give a big production. If you won't do the big production, I'll do the big production. Okay, so coming at number 20, we have cream cheese or (laughs) nefrstachtel cheese. Some would call, right, yeah. Some would call it that. We actually just had this conversation this weekend, me and you, because I went to get some Panera bagels, and they gave me the little cup of cream cheese. It's not enough. To go for like a half a dozen bagels that I bought. Are you guys crazy? Brian saw me using a whole cup on one of the bagels, and he was like, what is the problem? I said I like the cream cheese to be basically the same amount of thickness as the bagel. It's a big moo for me. I love cream cheese. <laughs> we love a cream cheese. <laughs> All right. Next up, 19, Monterey Jack. I it's don't know. It's fine. It's fine. What's, what's the difference between a Monterey Jack and a Colby Jack? Oh, I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> How about that? But it's fine. I like the, if it's like a little bit of a twist on a sandwich, I like it. I'm only picturing it. Am I picturing this one in a slice? Maybe this one is how I make like my black bean dip with cheese in it. I'm not sure, but it's fine. It's it's definitely a moo, I guess. I don't have an automatic like no. Okay. Number 18, queso. Not well, a guys. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're not even going to give well, a moo or a no. Cause... I mean- Okay, do I want to be eating queso at all times? All the time, yes. yes. Can I go to my deli and say, like, <laughs> I'll have a pound of queso? No. Sliced thin. This hap- There's an effect that we call the Beach Boys effect at YDR, which is when somebody mentions something that's not in everybody's brain, when someone said the Beach Boys were a boy band, then people see it and they're like, oh, yeah, the Beach Boys, I love it. This has happened with She's the Man for our sports movies. This has happened with a couple of things. 
queso. This was the Beach Boy effect this this week. When people saw this, they all started ranking it pretty high, even though it's not a cheese. It's not a cheese. It's made of It's a cheese types product, cheese. which, oh, give me it. I want <laughs> oh. it by the vat. And we'll get there, moo, guys. Moo, don't moo, worry. but it's not a cheese. Number 17, Havarti. I don't know. Probably a- <laughs> same. I think this is the one that they put dill with a lot. Mm-mm. I think dill Havarti. Okay, yeah, yeah that sounds right. It what you're saying is go, because it's rolling I just off saw the tongue. It. I just so that's saw a it at no the store. From me, dog, because I don't really like dill. Okay, great. Havarti probably is good. We've but again, never heard of it. Is seven dollars for a shaving? <laughs> okay, number sixteen, Asiago. Again, now, do I want this on top of a bagel? Yeah. Duh. I'm trying to think, have I had it in any other form? Shaved. Kind of like yeah, how yeah, they yeah. shave parm in yeah. a little like, yes. container. Okay, I got it. I just I've had it, it that way. It. Yum. But I'm wondering like what else I can really put it on. Like I, I'm not having a slice of Asiago. No, but I bet there's like chunks that you can put on the cheese board. Ooh. I bet that's one that can do. I love an Asiago bagel. So yeah, I'm probably a move for this. This episode also sponsored by Panera Bread. Uh, kind of. Asiago. Only their bagels. Moo, yeah. moo, moo. <laughs> moo, moo, moo. Okay, number 15, ricotta. I mean, I love it. How is it this low? How is it this low? We'll talk about it at some other point, but I just, I'm going to say big moo from me. Big time moo. Yes. Coming in at 14, the cheese I know know about, Manchego. You don't know about is what you said? I don't. Same. Not really. I've heard it. And I would act like I knew about it at a restaurant. And I might even order it, honestly, on a charcuterie (laughs) board and be like, and also the Manchego. Oh, also the finest. Obviously, I can't like order this without the Manchego. But like, I have like a, what's a a new troll <laughs> on this. Oh, I don't know. Look at you, a little play on words. I know. Coming in at number 13, Colby Jack. Who care? Like <laughs> <laughs> Colby Jack is like the Paul at the party. Like it's like, uh, yeah, you're there. Sure. Fine. Hey Paul. I'll put it on the sa- like okay, if I guess, like if there's this and other choices, I'm not reaching for it. No. Coming in at number 12. Swiss. Okay. Now we. I was gonna. I would say no, or no. So I love. This is why Swiss has a high place for me. My dad makes Cuban sandwiches a lot in a different iterations, okay. and when yeah. Swiss is melted on a Cuban sandwich, there's Actually, really nothing yeah. that you. Can I love eat. Swiss on a on a Reuben. Or I a love it Rachel, on a melt. So I love it like yeah, that. Yeah. So I do. Swiss is a yes. It's Kath D's favorite cheese. It was her number one. She always eats ham and Swiss roll ups. I love Swiss. It's a yes for me. Maybe part of the reason I don't like Swiss is because it's always paired with ham. That phrase, yeah, ham yeah, and yeah. Swiss, That's that true. I was like, oh, let me go running. Because no one does like turkey and Swiss. No, but the melty version of a, of Swiss, Ooh, real yum. good. But Swiss was a big point of contention true. on social media. So Kaylin and I were discussing, we're like, we need to come up with a term that accurately describes our like social media fights. And we decided that um, on certain weeks, we're going to give out like a cranky ranky award, um, <laughs> not to a person, but just to a fight, to a fight so that we you, saw. You and may loved. remember the cranky rankies um, like two times ago, three weeks ago, maybe where uh, Brendan and Caleb Miller were fighting about Brooke Davis from One True Hill. Their friendship if she was, a was almost TV ended. Yeah, uh-huh. So that was that was bad. And then last week. Yes. We had the cranky rankies of. Airbud, the Airbud fight the of last Air week. Now, Jess, I mean, she got an audio clip to defend her position, but boy, did people come for her. And she defended it with honor, but it was a cranky ranky for sure. This week's cranky rankies is in the form of Swiss cheese yes. because Emily Bingham just threw out there, hey, can we all just agree, even if we have different opinions, that Swiss is the worst? She said anything but Swiss, right? Like something like <laughs> yeah. that. So declared it. Like so like everyone. Her I dear thought maybe friends, we'd be unified. Like no, maybe we could be unified Her dear friends on came under and were like, we aren't friends anymore. We love Swiss. What are you talking about? We love to see a fight brewing. And especially, guys, if it's going to be over something like cheese. This is the last of our Aldi roundup, and honestly, this one might come as a surprise, guys. At number sure eleven, <laughs> who is American? I'm upset a little bit. Here, here's why. People we are know- commenting like, "Oh, please don't put American in your top ten. Okay, 
what are you ma- what do you want your grilled cheese to be made with blue <laughs> what do you want that with did you go when you order a grilled cheese from a restaurant guess what even if there's other stuff on it you know what's holding it down a little bit on the inside american yes. cheese you know they're putting filler american in there what do you want it's your queso there. made out of what are you doing american and cheddar we're That's walking what I want past the deli and what's happening when you're a little kid you're ordering your parents are ordering and what is happening for you I'll tell you what shape felt safe in yeah. the, at the grocery store was a square. A square. A, a shape, shape that felt dangerous was a circle. A crumble. If someone would have handed me a crumble at the deli, I would have cried. I would not know what to do. But the deli guy saying, do you want a free piece of American uh, American cheese? Yes, I do. Thank Duh. you. Now I'm Absolutely. not going to throw a tantrum today because I'm eating this cheese. I. So we have on. to stay on American for just a second. I really wish I had cracked the top 10, but we're going to talk about it basically as it has. There is a little bit of a, a debate against white versus yellow. Yeah. And Kayla, that could be Cody versus Kaylin, respectively. Yeah. yeah. Because I grew up on white. You grew up on yellow. Yeah. But what we learned, if we didn't already know, was they're the exact same cheese. They're the same. So there's like a, a coloring agent that they put in to make the one yellow, I think. But it's the exact same cheese, just colored and dyed differently. So how about that? All of you who think that you're better because you're eating white American... Cody you're just with the rest of us it's the same kind of cheese and let me tell you if you are out there thinking like oh my gosh these plebeians I can't believe they ate like the we're proletariat we're not talking about we are not talking about craft singles we're not, we're not unwrapping each piece individually no. when we were growing up there was a grocery store called Gennardi's it was like a local ish branch and they had the best American cheese Ooh. and they would cut it off the block yes. just like you would anything yes. else it wasn't pre-sliced it wasn't wrapped in plastic wrap no. like this was real cheese it was just a different kind and it was so delicious when you got a real thin one you could basically see they're through. basically just Ooh. like oh it's so creamy that's how giant eagles is too I get it still when I get my turkey I do tend to go for just a quick half pound of yellow American sliced not like cling filmed so don't think that that's what we're talking about and sometimes when you make a sandwich Guys. you don't want like okay I'm tasting um, this uh, ham and this pepperoni and this olive oil and then bam I'm tasting manchego cheese Munster. like sometimes I do you- need a slice of Munster on this like you don't want that sometimes you just want a cheese that lays in there is cold and mm-hmm. adds a little creaminess mm. without like giving way too much flavor mm. that's your American guys that's what yellow that's doing for you so or white right we're here to just like be on that team for a little bit I'm worked up like I don't oh, know if I gosh. can keep going okay let's just, take a, let's take a break <laughs> let's take a, a small break just a <laughs> I was trying to do some sort of like funeral march for American cheese Hedwig's Hedwig's theme just came out of my mouth okay but like in a minor key, like oh very minor sad. I'm very sad about American <laughs> okay coming in at number 10 we have Blue. Ooh, guys. <laughs> Some of you are going to be so mad that so blue this is in the top it. ten, and by the way, and I not do. American, not Swiss. Just so everyone's clear, blue cheese is number ten. I do not know how it got in our top ten, except a lot of people ranked it really high, and I am like a fan of blue cheese. To some degree. Let me tell you guys a story. I went on this cheese tour one time where we learned with Haley Wilson, now Martin, we learned how to make mozzarella cheese. Mm. Like he showed us and it was Mm -hmm. really cool. And then he gave us tastings of other cheeses. We're at some creamery. And then he took us on a tour of the cheese cave, right? Where all the cheese is like Mm. aging and stuff. So there was blue cheese in there. There's other cheese that was moldy. And I was like, wait, I'm finally going to ask this guy, like, why is it okay for that to be moldy? Like, because we don't eat mold on other food. So I asked him the question. He gave me the answer and I retained none None of it. it. So all that story to tell you, I don't know why blue cheese is allowed to be moldy. (laughs) I thought you were going to look it up. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't look it up. Nope. I just want to leave them wondering. So what I did it is find, moldy, but I it don't is. know why. And what I found is that they stick long needles in the cheese to make it mold throughout, like to get the veins, like they do that on purpose. And so there's something about it. Here's another thing that I found out that I did not know, that it, blue cheese, so it's called different things depending on where it is. So you've seen all of these words before, right? But like, I thought they were maybe different things, but in France, it's that Roquefort, like, have you seen that word? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In England, it's Stilton. 
And then in Italy, blue cheese is gorgonzola. It's just the same. It's just that's what it is in Italy is gorgonzola cheese. Isn't that interesting? So they're all the same, just in different regions. I feel like blue is like the crumble that's just the furthest, the the crumble that just like went a little too crazy that one night. Like you're out with your Guys, friends and like this crumble went a little too wild. Do you remember when you were little and you saw someone eat blue cheese the first time? Like I remember my grandma would get it on her salads and I'd be like, ah, like <laughs> don't is, eat that. I'd be like, no, send it back. Like that something is really wrong. So my big like beef with blue cheese is that blue cheese dressing. That is what has gotten me. It's really put me in my place a couple times when I am so confidently dunking something in a container and I think that it's ranch dressing and the minute and then you a touch it a clump comes out a big clump comes out oh, you're like it was blue cheese my gosh I cannot believe it so that's where I get my real negative vibe on blue you said something so interesting when you said my beef with blue cheese because okay. the way I want to eat my blue cheese is on some beef. Yeah. I really like a like blackened burger with blue cheese. There's a Red Robin burger called Ooh, you the Blue love Ribbon. It. Wow. Do you mm, love that? Mm, There's a whole restaurant really by you called Black and Blue, right? Exactly. And they have blue cheese fondue, which it. is actually delicious when it's like a crumble made not made correctly, but like prepared correctly on the right type of thing, I can go with a blue cheese, but a dressing that's like uh, skim milk with chunks oh, in it. Cody. <laughs> it is what it seems I'm like. It's so watery. So upset. Yeah. I'm what, getting sick. What makes the white part of blue cheese I don't want to talk about it anymore. Dressing. Mayonnaise, probably. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I hate okay. it. Let's move into number nine. Okay. This was like the friend who went out with you, but like just didn't get too crazy. Like oh. was they were the DD, right? I'm I don't loving know why I'm this. Using- no, no. I am <laughs> loving this impromptu, like trying to relate cheeses to random characters around our life. So I want you to keep up with it. I'm you are keep wild going. tonight. So that's really good. The- uh, this next cheese is the designated driver. Like they went uh, out with you, but they had to I'm be responsible. I'm not tracking with the metaphor, okay. and I love it so much. Number nine, brrr, feta. Because feta. because go with me for a second. I'm feta is try. a crumbly cheese okay. that has a little bit of like acidity sourness to yeah. it, but it's not so far to blue. It's not you rotten. Have blue right. being the furthest. Then you've got gorgonzola. Yeah, and then you have feta. It's like the safest one. Okay, it's the gateway crumble. That's for sure. Like yes. you feel safer yes. doing that crumble. Like you'll say like I'll get this Greek set. What is okay? So I haven't had this kind of cheese before, and suddenly you're like. This is fine. This isn't offensive to me, right? Feta really comes alive on Greek food. We have an awesome Greek restaurant right here in Mechanicsburg. It's delicious. And they have a creamy feta dressing that's delicious. They put feta on just everything. And it tastes so good. It complements all of those flavors so well. So if I didn't know Greek food, I don't know that I would really have too much of a reason to eat feta besides some salads that I would make myself. Now, have you, we're not like really high on the Tic Tac, but have you seen the feta pasta craze that is all around right now? What? Okay, so you take. What do you mean? So there's this recipe that people are obsessed with. I tried to make it last week, but it requires a block of feta, like not the crumbles. So you have to get like in the block and that's not as easy to come by it like an Aldi, if you will. Basically, it looks bomb. Can't wait to like find feta one day. You roast a bunch of little tomatoes and the block of feta in the oven. And then you smash that all up to be like a creamy sauce and put the noodles in it and like mix it all up together. People are obsessed with it, and everyone. I actually have it, seen that. That picture, yeah, I know. You I've know seen the that pan, thumbnail, right? Yes, exactly. Yep. It was like a TikTok. What is that? I don't, we don't understand TikTok. <laughs> like that needs to be said. And so I guess they do recipes on there, but that's what I want to try next with feta. I love it. Though. My students will always say, "I'm on baby TikTok," or "I'm what? on food TikTok." Oh or yeah, I'm yeah. Like it's a different channel. Dance TikTok. I'm. They keep saying that. I'm like, what do you mean you're on? Is it a different app? They're like, no, I just have a lot of that in my feed. Same. So, I like, under- you can get a lot of that, but it's like, I guess these people are on feta. pasta TikTok. TikTok. Feta TikTok. This episode, you and I, we're on we're cheese on TikTok. Cheese TikTok we're on cheese TikTok. We're on cheese podcasts now. <laughs> Last I'm glad week, we were on made sports. the list, though, because honestly, that on a Greek, like we said, it's just, I love it. I do love that taste. Okay, coming in at number eight. This is like the accountant of the group, okay? He has spectacles, he has a little tie, and he's he's reliable. Like, you know he'll be there, Yeah, but it's so not the boring. best hang. Right, right. This cheese is... Brrr, 
provolone. This is specifically that accountant that tries to hire Ben all the time on Parks and Rec. Like he's like nice, but like I just don't. Here's a quote that I found when looking stuff up. And I want you to react to this quote. When someone was describing provolone, quote, imagine mozzarella, but with a much fuller flavor. Fuller? Like, full of what? Fuller. I guess in the way that, like, Fuller House was trying to be a better Full House. Yeah, I agree. It tries and it doesn't work. Provolone, to me, I'm tasting it right now. And it tastes like, it's just like, it's it's the shape of cheese. Like, I'm picturing a slice and it's like. How is it such a perfect circle, though? That right. Honestly, I had a little distrust of that growing up. I don't Even I don't though my know. American was a perfect square, yeah, this- the circle felt too pristine. I was like, what, what is this? How is this working? So I will say that somebody in my life, I thought I knew who this was, but now I'm second guessing it, has shown me a recipe that uses sharp provolone, which is like in a little uh, mood, like a half- uh, circle half moon thing shape in the deli and it is very good sharp probe it's like goes you know obviously it has like a tangier like more like bite to it and you put that on a little um crostini with like balsamic reduction a little grape tomato it's so good so I'm here for sharp probe when I picture provolone I just picture like a subway sandwich yeah people I saying so like too. and pro so growing up we either had American or provolone cheese. Like those were the two in our in cheese house. drawer at yep. all times. Yeah, because growing up, we're eating cheese on a sandwich. Right. We're not having a cheese board, okay? <laughs> so it was like, which one do you put on your sandwich? My dad always liked prove, and most of the kids, we ate American. Right. And so those are my two choices. And provolone at the time for me as a kid was too weird. Like it tasted too much like something, you yeah. know? And I think like now that's kind of what I like about cheese. But at that time, I was like, no, give me the plain Please, thing. Please, back to the American where I know where I'm safe. And so when we were growing up, we would make cheesesteaks all the time. You know, we're from outside Philly. Cheesesteaks are the big thing. They're so, so delicious. And we would make venison cheesesteaks from a deer my dad shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, we would put half of it would have American on it and half of it would have provolone. Yes. And if you weren't quick enough, <laughs> then people would take all the side that was American and you'd have to eat the provolone uh-huh. one. And it was just like, no, I wanted to taste this deer, not right. the cheese. It's not quite and what you wanted. It wasn't what we wanted. So I've just like had a distaste, uh, pun intended, for provolone. And I don't think I've grown out of that. But what is your favorite cheese to have on a cheesesteak? Could you share that with the group real quick? Oh, well, (laughs) when I go, there's this like Philly steak and hoagie place near us that does it like pretty legitimate. And it's delicious. Yeah. And they, the way you're supposed to get a cheesesteak is with cheese whiz. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so I never did that growing up because we were like in the suburbs. Right. So we always put real cheese on it, which I think is delicious. But this place, I tried it with American cheese and it was just like kind of bland and kind of dry. And I said, let me just get the regular way, yeah. the Philly way. And it was just, they slathered this like watery cheese whiz Ooh. product <laughs> all up in that cheesesteak. And it tasted so good. So good. Needless to say, better than the Prove, if you will. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. They would kick me out of the store. There, that's if I a got scare. It with I went in there with you. That's a scare. If you walked in and said, like, can I have this with provolone? Imagine what they would say to you. They would kick you right out. You're right. Gritty would come out from the back and oh escort my you out. Oh my gosh, you'd be done. I will say that provolone had zero first place finishes <laughs> on our list. And just so you guys do know, Cheeto Dust, I think, did have a first place finish. So that's what it was up against. All right, coming in at number seven. This is fitting because this cheese is definitely the Enneagram seven. Okay. Picture like the honeycomb guy when he comes out of the box. He's like, (laughs) wow, like Tasmanian devil or like me when my hair is. You, what I'm looking at now. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right now when my hair is like this scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Okay. That's really what this one is. This is Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack cheese. So this is a variant of Monterey Jack cheese. Yeah, of Monterey Jack cheese. All the Jacks. Cheddar Jack. They're all together. And they're all. Right. They're all an American cheese. But Pepper Jack cheese specifically was originally made by Mexican Franciscan friars that were living in Monterey, California. Bless you. Just thank you, guys. So this is a cow's milk cheese, but you put in jalapenos, serrano peppers, and habanero peppers all crushed up and added in there to give it its little, like, spice. Ooh, we love it. 
Like, when don't you want a pepper jack cheese? I oh. want it when I go to Chick fil A. I'm like, give me a number one deluxe, but you better swap out that American or I Colby don't need jack. that American at Put this moment. That pepper jack in there. Yum. They say it's a great melting cheese because it's really, it's like has high moisture, and it is. It is. That is so true. I love a pepper jack. I'm going to assume that people who don't like spicy things don't want this. No, definitely not. Like you're biting right? into a habanero pepper. I think it's because <laughs> let me tell you this. If you're just eating like a block, like a little, there are lo- some bites. It's like, there whoa, are whoa, some whoa. bites. I'm like, I got three peppers in that <laughs> small bite. We did have like a, we had something of this variety in our advent calendar. I don't know that it was pepper jack, but it was something like with pepper pieces in it for sure. And it was reminiscent of a pepper jack. That is true. When you are at like a wedding that has, you know, yes, maybe the cheap kind of hors d'oeuvres. I've got it. Or it's not the bacon rack scallop wedding. No. It's a cheese plate it's wedding. It's like the bags of cheese cubes that you buy and they just dump them beautifully. I'm going to eat it. There's grapes around it. I'm making a plate or two. It's Ritz crackers. It's townhouse cracker. Yum, 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 yum. Give me it. I am going for the pepper jack first. Usually you're going to see a pepper jack, a Swiss cube, yeah. and probably a, a cheddar jack and a, cube yeah, yeah, or a, yeah. and a cheddar. Like, why would you not go for the pepper jack cube? Ooh, That's there's like, so much in one. That's so, wow, what you're getting there. A lot of bang for your buck. While we're here, Kaylin, why yeah. don't we take a break and just like talk about what belongs on a cheese board and what does not? Okay. Or what don't we want to see? Because we know that, like, yes, you're going to go to a fancy restaurant, pay $23 for a charcuterie. Yeah, I've like, done it. Yeah, like, great. I'm sure there's awesome things. But, like, if I'm just, like, sitting around and just I'm picking a cheese board, what do you want on it and what do you not want on it? Here's the number one thing I don't want on it, and that's olives. If you're wasting up, (laughs) if you're wasting the real estate on this tiny board that you're bringing out with a smattering of all just keep them back there i don't need those i don't want those that makes me upset the juice is getting their liquid is leaking gosh please it's, don't it's making my crostini sauce guys Get it uh, here. speaking of crostini another thing i do not want those pencil sized like breadstick things <laughs> what am i to do with that i have to put a piece of that in my mouth and then cheese separately that doesn't go together i don't want it there is something on charcuterie boards that is like a hard jam yeah. <laughs> or like a solidified That's not what you want. jelly of sorts. What is that? You don't want that. That's not what you want. That's you're just if I scooping that. Literally to the side. <laughs> can't identify you on no. the board. I probably don't want you on you the board. You know what I really do want? Honey. I love when there's a little Ooh. bit of honey and you can just drizzle it over the cheese and cracker or the crostini that you have. Oh, I do love some. I honey want a on wide that. range of things. I mean, you've oh. got so much real estate on that board. Give me some like meats. fit in the crevasses. Yes. Like give me the grapes in the crevice. Like give me uh, little crackers and big crackers. Mm, some cat- Cashews, even if you would, and please. Some nuts. Yes, Put some little nuts. I don't need a gherkin on there. Please, please keep, keep that off. back in the kitchen. And that little ramekin of mustard, I personally don't need. Oh, I love a mustard, but yeah, you don't want it. That's okay. That's fine. Now, have you ever seen on Instagram? I know that, um, like the podcast does this, but you can like people make charcuterie boards but of like whatever snacks they want and so yes. they'll do like cookie dough and like yes. animal crackers and popcorn that seems fun to me that seems like a real fun time for that. I know I always see people can like order charcuterie boards for, to be delivered to like so beautifully done which is probably a thousand million dollars and has some gherkins in it but it always seems like tempting that I would want to try it all right let's go into our number six uh number six is like your aunt who like used to live in Europe and is a little bit mysterious like you don't know too much about her but you hear stories that she's really cool and like she's single Ooh. and she travels wearing a beret. that's her you uh-huh. like want to know you want to know more about her yeah. but you don't know quite yet that's number six which okay. is brrr, Gouda Gouda my favorites Gouda my favorites Gouda so this is named after a city in Holland um I learned that if a cheese is capital that's because it's named after a city and if not it's just like it can be lowercase Danielle McGray said this was her number one because she said like Dutch shout out or something and I didn't understand what that meant until I researched it and it is named after a city in Holland yes it can be aged up to seven years. And the first mention of Gouda is from the year 1184. So it's one of the oldest recorded cheeses that we still make today. What? I know. I 11. What, how did they record it? It was in the I'm Magna picturing... Carta. What was that thing called? <laughs> the Magna Carta. <laughs> it was on the Ten Commandments. 
and they just found it in 11. Magna Carta is like the first it, thing I learned in high school. Honestly, I think they found it on the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> they, they translated it Gouda. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have nothing to say about Gouda. Oh, I've definitely had it, and I like it. It's yeah. like a creamy-ish one, like a like so- a nutty. Semi-soft. Everybody says like a nutty. Ooh. It's a nutty flavor. It's the same fam as the EDAM cheese that we like, so that's why we like it. E-dum. People love it. People did put this one. Obviously, this one got number six. People, a lot of people had it on their list. I do think this is one that I can picture like deli sandwiches having this sliced on their sandwiches, and I'm happy that it's there. And like when restaurants are trying to make something seem a little oh, bit fancier, mm-hmm. they're going to do a little bit of melted Gouda, Gouda on that burger. sandwich. There's something Bacon, they're Gouda, doing. Mm-hmm. I think some avocado can go with that. Just throw we the know, Gouda on it. We know a lot of things about Gouda. Manchego. <laughs> Co- Camembert. Havarti. I'm just yes. saying more cheese. I like Gouda Queso. though. Queso. Queso. Yum. <laughs> I'm glad it's here and a lot of people love it. All right, we're halfway through our list, which means it's time for our intermission game. This game is going to be called The Big Cheese. Mm. Now, if you're still with us in this episode, and I don't blame the folks who left. Because, <laughs> I mean, we just don't know what we're saying. Oh, um, my gosh. Personally, <laughs> uh-huh. I know nothing. I looked mm-hmm. at the word Gouda, and I was like, mm-hmm, you got this one, Kay. So, um... If you're still with us, we're going to talk cheese adjacent things right now because um, it's important. The most important thing about cheese, honestly, is probably not like this individual cheese tastes like this and it's my favorite. Right. But it's the whole culture of cheese. Mm -hmm. Cheese is so important to what we do in this country that someone had to invent that lactate pill. Someone had to do it. It's like people can't not eat it, right? right? So get those scientists, like stop researching how to cure diseases and put a lactate pill in the works. So the big cheese is going to be a game where you and I definitively find the best thing in three different categories. Okay. okay? Wait, real quick. Remember when people loved the Green Bay Packers and would wear the cheese um, like heads? I was my coworker like, Jen has hmm. two cheese heads in her office. I was right kind of jealous of those. <laughs> like, I love a cheese like, head. Who's the Who's the fun one at the party? The person wearing a cheese head. I love those. Okay, go ahead, continue. All right, our first category is going to be cheese sauces. Okay, now let's talk it through. Here are some important cheese sauces that exist. And out we're there. saying what the best one is. Yes, Got you it. and I are going to have to fight over it and come to an agreement. We uh, we can't be gridlocked. We have to come to agreement mm-hmm. before we move on. So queso, mm-hmm. like from Moe's, they have a white queso. Okay. Then you've got Chipotle, who tried a yellow queso, which was nasty. Then they tried a white <laughs> queso. Not sure that that's much better. We got a Chick-fil-A cheese sauce, right? Which was horrific. I was going to say, but, like, I'm racking my brain to remember oh, that. It tasted like the plastic container okay, it came in. Okay, great, great, great. Okay. You've got, um, well, from where I am, there's uh, Chickies and Pete's is a chain that is really delicious. And they have these crab fries that are like Old Bay seasoned mm-hmm. and you dip them in melted American mm-hmm. cheese. Very delicious, but you guys don't have them out there. Nope. And then what's some other cheese sauces you can think well, of? Well, I'm thinking of the dip that you get the Lunchable nachos with, like a nacho cheese, Whoa, if you would, yes, of course. Yes. If you're at like a baseball game or something, there's nacho cheese that you're dipping those Tostitos into for sure, wouldn't you say? There's beer cheese is definitely a cheese dip that people ranked on their list. Um a lot of people wrote beer cheese. Which and I was I like, mean, guys, this is like queso. Like, I what know, but kind let me of put a pretzel, cheese? a soft pretzel in a beer cheese. It's got to be so... shaped like a baseball bat, though. Ooh. You know, it's got to be the log kind. <laughs> yeah, if I'm exactly, going to do beer, exactly. beer cheese, yeah, I'm not messing. Oh, ooh, I love it. Those are the dips. I think those are the dips. You also have, like, if you go to um, any sort of sporting event and you get just, like, the classic nacho cheese Yeah, dip, yeah, yeah. Very different from the Lunchables one. Right. The Lunchables I w- one, I, the Lunchables one, one is cold. <laughs> and I don't think is a, not- is legal. But I'm mostly talking nacho. Like, let's think stadium nacho cheese. Yeah, like that little container and it has a little section mm-hmm. for the cheese. Ooh, mm-hmm. yum, yum, yum. I love okay, it. so give me a couple of your favorites from that. Okay, okay? so I- I'm going to say... I think my all-star favorite for this one is going to be queso. And here's why. Because even a place like Moe's, that's not my favorite queso, but it's good. It's just so yumma. It has the peppers in there. It has like a little bit of spice in there. You can add stuff like chorizo and salsa and make it like so good. But it's just, I like it better than salsa. I will always get queso at a Mexican restaurant to have with my chips. I hate the Chipotle kind. I thought it was so gross. It's I was so, so weird. Mad. The, it's like 
I could, it's what I tried to make in my microwave as queso, and they yes. passed it off as that. So that's my number one. I do love a nacho cheese, though, as a number two. Yum, okay. yum. You are not going to have to fight me at all. Queso <laughs> is definitely the number one. Moe's, honestly, in terms of fast food queso, has the best yeah, queso yeah, yeah, out for there. Sure. Probably. It's, it's white. It's good. Um, but there's obviously way better things. If you go to a mes- Mexican restaurant and someone in your party orders queso or guac and not just like the free chips and salsa, oh, yeah. but they do a queso or a guac, on the, you know you're in like fine company. The other, uh, just... Um, Something that I am known to do, there's a specific Mexican restaurant around here called Madero that has my favorite queso. They do like queso with a little bit of pico mixed in. So there's like tomato. It's so good. I have been known to, if my table orders queso for the table, I will say like, "Mm -hmm, I'm going to need my own. And that's like my own order because (laughs) I refuse to share it with people that I cannot control how much of it they are eating. It's my number one. I love it. All right. The big cheese of cheese sauces is queso. Definitely. Next category. I, I titled this cheese crucial product. Okay. So these are things that like without the cheese, this product, this food item really doesn't work. Okay. So I'm thinking something like a mozzarella stick. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like <laughs> what are you going to do without okay. the cheese on okay. the inside? So, so let's brainstorm some other things that would be in that category. Um, <laughs> um, she, we stopped at mozzarella stick because I picked her favorite one first. I it's guess my favorite I have done food. That. Like, I mean, yeah. honestly, it's very okay. high up as like I'll one give of you my some favorite things. Then. So yeah. like a ravioli, a cheese ravioli, Ooh, um, pizza. Okay. I'm even going to say pizza because yeah, like, I guess you, you can eat it without cheese, but that's a cheese crucial product. Let's say a quesadilla. Okay. Very okay. crucial. Like these things that are like melted cheese or cheese is yeah. like the backbone of the dish. Wow. Okay. So when I'm thinking ravioli, you know what kind I'm thinking, which is a fried ravioli. I had seven today. Where did you get them? Oh, the pizza places around us I'm are starting to carry so fried ravioli. I'm jealous. Oh, mac they and cheese are. bites. Yum. That's another thing I love. Mac and cheese love. bites. Or just mac and cheese. Yes. And, ooh, okay. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Mac and cheese oh, in general. No. Oh, no. Okay. What did we do? Okay. 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 All right. So with the list that we've created, I'm sure there's a million other products, but I would have to say as much as I love a mozzarella stick or a fried ravioli... Mac and cheese has to come first. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to go mac and cheese first. You're right. A mozzarella stick is literally nipping at the heels of mac and cheese. I love (laughs) a mozzarella stick so much. I I have been known to, again, pay a pizza place $5 to give me three of them that are from like the farm rich box that I could buy and do myself. I just don't have a deep fryer, so they're doing that part for me. I love a mozzarella stick, but mac and cheese... Ooh, I can't turn it down. And Annie's white shell, a homemade Ooh. baked, a craft Ooh. shapes like that look like Rugrats. I don't care. I want them all. <laughs> all right. So mac and cheese is our big cheese for so. cheese crucial yeah. products. All right. Our last category is sandwich topper cheeses. So you have a sandwich. Okay. I know that there's a million different kinds of sandwiches, but what is our big cheese for a sandwich topper? I know mine. Okay. Uh, for me, it's between pepper jack and American. Okay. The tricky part, uh, it's going to be American or cheddar for me. Okay. So yep. we can, can we can go on American. The tricky part for me is my favorite cheat. My favorite sandwich ever is a turkey Rachel, and that has the Swiss and a Cuban, and I love that. So like my favorite sandwiches have Swiss on it, but if I'm ordering like a breakfast sandwich or an MTO or something, I'm not putting Swiss on it. So I think right. we can we can say we can go back to our love for American, don't you think? And let me let me tell you something, Caitlin. Oh. On a turkey, Rachel, you have mm. coleslaw, mm. you mm. have Russian dressing, you have rye bread. There are things punching the flavor. The Swiss, is the just, Swiss cheese is not the thing you no, want. I, someone no. could swap out that cheese and you would not care. I would not so, care. So you're right. we are going to go American. People are going to scream at us, except the like five people that literally wrote American only for sandwiches. Um, okay, so guys, I'm going to do you guys a favor. Now, this is going to cost you money. And I don't even remember, actually, if American cheese, I might be going against what I used to say about the grilled cheese but the movie chef with uh favreau john favreau he plays like a chef he has a chef show on netflix it's we i love that show and i love the movie but they make a special grilled cheese on the show and in the movie with all these specific cheeses you can find it online my siblings and i did a grilled cheese off with the recipe and it is definitely the best grilled cheese sandwich i've ever had i don't know that there's even american in it but i was thinking of cheese heavy things and you guys should look it up and do it sometime it's amazing 
And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that yearly, besides this year, Christy Miller would host a Valentine's Day grilled cheese party, Ooh. usually on Valentine's Day, the day before. And we came in and made some of the craziest oh. grilled cheeses. We put cheese between two Krispy Kreme donuts. Yum. We made like pear and balsamic and brie oh, grilled you cheeses. Know how it go- yes. Uh-huh. We did all the things and it was super fun. One time, Nate Hopkins put grape tomatoes in his grilled cheese that then whole? ended up being like little, <laughs> yeah, whole, which then ended up being like little molten. <laughs> Like popping bombs inside of his grilled cheese because they were just like whole tomatoes. Oh my gosh. I do love a grilled cheese. I love Love a grilled grilled cheese. cheese. Look up that chef recipe. Yum. All right. Let's get into our top five. Coming in at number five. This one is like, okay, when a new person comes to town. All right. The new kid comes to town, but they're like really intriguing. You're like, they seem like a little like aloof, but it's like, wait, that draws me to them even more. I want to get to know that person. Mm. This is number five. Goat cheese. It's like somebody that you're like, maybe I won't like them. And then you get to know them and you're like, I do like them. I do. Wait, I do. And I really like them. So my favorite, one of my favorite cheeses is a blueberry goat cheese Ugh. that I think comes from Trader Joe's actually, or maybe they, just any. Aldi has them too sometimes, but yes, there is the, oh, yeah, yes. so they both and have And they them. are so good because it's so just good. this like little log of goat cheese yep. wrapped in blueberry and like sugar essentially. Yes. And so to have that on a cheese board is such a fun pop of sweetness, mm. like especially around Christmas time. Yep. My sister-in-law Heather always puts that blueberry cheese on her cheese boards and we're so happy. They are. I love that kind too. I do know. I think Aldi usually has at least two in rotation and then Trader Joe's has a ton of them also. So there is this trash show that I watch among a ton that I watch. It's not on anymore, but it was called Vanderpump Rules. They worked at this restaurant called Sir in LA. And one of the things that they could get is this salad with fried goat cheese balls on the I salad. Was- just about to bring fried goat cheese so, balls So that's not very common. Like, I haven't seen that at a ton of restaurants, but all the servers in the show, that's what they would order for their staff meal every single time was something side goat cheese balls, side goat. Brian and I have always said it's like a bucket list item of ours to go to Sir the restaurant and order these goat cheese balls because they look so good when they're eating them. Well, let me tell you something, Kaylin. Next time you come this direction, yes. which remember, listeners, we don't record this together every <laughs> single week. There's a restaurant here called Cafe Magnolia. Okay. And have a salad with the fried goat Ooh, cheese balls on it. Yeah. So delicious. I'm surprised goat cheese is all the way up at number five. I love it, but it, it really is the new kid on the block, it feels like, just in terms of like popularity, maybe. I guess people are obsessed. So, a lot of my, uh, interestingly, you don't get a lot of hits when you research like facts about provolone, facts about like goat <laughs> cheese, but a lot of people are obsessed with it. I guess it's like, low fat it has probiotics it's like a healthy in terms of cheese it's like one of the healthiest cheeses that you can have which who cares if you're eating cheese like how are you eating it but I love it the first time I tried it I remember thinking like I'm nervous I don't think I'm gonna love it just like this new person we're alluding to but I really really like it and I don't have much more to add about that except when I was in Uganda I didn't eat goat cheese but I did eat goat Goat. and I thought it tasted really good you did like it? Oh, yeah. The goat was like the safer meat there, honestly, I think that there's some than some of the other stuff that I heard on like one of the food shows that I watch about how goat is one of the most consumed meats like in the world, like which makes perfect sense, because in all of the more populated areas, that's not America. That's so pop like goat is so popular to eat. It's just not big here. But I did read also that goat cheese varies the flavor based on the diet of the goat, which I guess makes sense. But like, it's Look different, different kind of grasses, different kind of things can just give you a different chevre, if you will. Goat cheese. <laughs> yum. I'm glad to hear you liked goat, too. All right. Coming in at number four, this is very much the exchange student who is in your school musical that you're like, <laughs> what? Where did this person come from? The character in High School Musical 3. (laughs) They can barely speak English, but you're like, cool, I'm glad they're here. Nice to get to know you. This is Brie. Brie. So I looked up for you if you eat the rind or not, and here is a quote. It's considered gauche to not eat the rind. (gasps) Well, call me gauche because I just don't always know. If I should be eating this paper, should I be eating this paper? Brie is so soft, and then the Mm. rind is not, and the inside is better than the rind right. I think so I'm like do I eat this or not I'm sure it's edible but do I have to I guess now I know Unless I'm you so be Taylor I Swift mean, I was just gauche. 
of course. That's the I only was reason I know say. the word ghost. I thought if it you was had you and said, Brian. Yes, yes, yes. That if both you had said it. that word and I had not heard Last Great American Dynasty, uh-huh, you I would wouldn't have, been have known like, it. Did you mean to say goat? <laughs> <laughs> We're moved on actually from goat. We're on to something else. No, it's gauche for sure. So I um, love a brie if it is baked in like a crescent roll or a, a bread of some sort with some jam put on top of it. I know a lot of people like when you go to Christmas parties, that's such a thing that yeah. people bring like a baked brie or like a brie bread like mixture of some sorts. And I do love it like that. I was looking up like, do people ever eat it cold? Of course not. You have to leave it at like room temperature or hotter because it's just so gross cold. I don't mind it. You were getting angry as it got higher on the list. I know. Sometimes I think when things get higher than I think they should, I start to be like, I don't even like that, I which isn't true. Brie. I like how brie tastes. I just don't know if it would be a number four for me. I mm-hmm. feel like one, two, and three really rightfully deserve their places. And truthfully, I was just hoping Pepper Jack got a little higher. I do think brie is a cheese board staple also because it's so good at room temp. Like it's just, that's like a staple that you can leave and sit and kind of put on a board and it just gets better as it like kind of adjusts to the temperature around it. So I do think it's a staple for those sorts of things. Go really well with um fruits and chocolates and wines and like desserts like it just does pair really well oh very cool all right coming in at number three okay this is like the edgy loner now Mm. i'm going like school archetypes i was gonna say now we're back to the lunchroom All right, this is we like have the edgy the loner guy, and we have this. Okay, standing at the side of the cafeteria, yeah. like in black, like yeah. longer hair, and oh. you're like, ooh, I, I guess like all these cheeses are mysterious, okay. and you want to get to know more. But mm-hmm. this one, you're like, what's he about? Am I scared Who's of him, or should I go for it? Yeah. So this is coming at number three, brrr, Parmesan. Parmesan. And now I'm thinking, Already I'm thinking like the shaved or like hard Parmesan yeah. when I'm thinking that. Okay. Um, the shake cheese, as my mom likes to call it, yeah. not shaker cheese. No, no. Shaky. We call it mm-hmm. shake cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a Paul Blart mall cop. Like, that that's... is, I read an article once that said that there's like allowed to be wood chips in that. And I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there is a a certain percentage of wood chips that they say, like, the FDA is like, that's fine. Now, I will always have a can of this in my house. Parma's my number one in all forms. I have a can of this for popcorn. I always put it on my popcorn. Uh, Tonight for dinner, I had butter noodles with Parmesan shaky cheese on it. I Like, that is something from my childhood that is just stuck in my head. I eat it all the time. But regular wedge Pieces of Parm is hard to beat for me, too. I love that. If you guys have not yet watched Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat on Netflix. Now, I love cooking stuff. Obviously, if that's not your thing, you're not going to like it. But if you watch nothing else, the fat episode is the best food on all of them. They just she goes to Italy. She makes like homemade pesto and homemade focaccia bread. But she goes to this production place where they have um, red cow Parmesan, which is like a really, really rare kind. And when she eats a bite of like the oldest age one, she cries like so naturally and genuinely. And I felt it. She was like, this is one of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. It's just so cool how they make it. It's so detailed. They are so precise about how they do it. They mark it all up with holes like based on its aging to make sure it's like authentic. It is a cool episode. And it makes you really appreciate Parm. I think one of the things that makes Parm so awesome is its versatility. Like Mm. you can put Parm on so many things and it not only is like, okay, you know, there's some shredded cheese on top. But sometimes we throw shredded cheese on so many things and just melt it on top just to give us more fat. But parm on like an Italian meal, like Ooh. on a pasta, on a chicken parm, like it's just oh, like yeah, oh, in a Caesar it's salad, seriously. like just like Ooh. all that taste. It's so good. Tell me, you go to a pizza place and there's the shaky parm, and you're not gonna put it on your pizza? Yes, you are. Like I'm adding Obviously. it. I'm not gonna skip on it. I do love it. This is another cheese board like must for me. I do love, like I said, the chunks of it. And as the longer it ages, obviously, like, the better it tastes. I'm sure here, we, like, what do we know over here? Nothing in America. Nothing. We, know we nothing. don't know. None of I'm our eating... stuff is actually cheese. Wait. Right. Actually, so much of our stuff isn't real because we're making it from cow's milk when certain yes. things are supposed to be made from other. Right? Literally, they were like, you cannot call it Parmesan. Well, you can't call it, like, Parmesan Reggiano unless it's from there. And I was like, I'm pretty sure the can of Giant Eagle brand stuff I have says it. <laughs> so they'd be pretty mad to know that the wood chips stuff is being called parmigiano reggiano 
We love some shake cheese. I do love it. All right, coming in at number two. This is the other 98% of the kids in your school. That's how I'm going to say it. Like, this is just all the other kids that don't have, like, that aren't super unique. They're just, like, there filling out the population. The extras in high school musical, if you will. will. All right. But still needed and versatile and wonderful. This is Cheddar. Ooh, cheddar. So this is our number two and one match the number two and one most bought cheeses in America because why we are we basic? We're basic. So cheddar is the number two most um, bought cheese in American population. It's the number one in England because it's an English cheese. It was developed in England. So it's the number one over there. And we talked a little bit about white versus yellow American, but the same thing is true for cheddar, which is crazy. But this is the one thing I actually did look up this week. Like for those of you that wrote white cheddar, I know that it tastes different to you, but the reason any cheddar tastes different from any other cheddar is just how much it's aged and if it's sharp or not. So Mm. white cheddar isn't actually different. You know, white is the normal color, and then they add what you were talking about. There's an additive that takes it to the yellowy-orange color. The reason they do that is because they want to try to keep it uniform, like – cows will graze right and sometimes they can't like digest all the green basically in grass and so the color of the cheese can come out not uniform right like some of it's gonna be really white some of it's not Mm. so they'll dye it just to make it more standard but that is the same cheddar whether it's white or whether it's dyed it doesn't affect the calories or the flavor the only thing that's different is is how it's aged and how long it's aged so i bet white cheddar honestly most people are probably like getting it at fancier places like so it's gonna just be a better cheese than random shredded cheddar cheese from craft in the store again sorry craft is gonna cancel us but we if you guys also (laughs) the blue blacks blues (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My favorite cheese ever is unexpected cheddar. It is at Trader Joe's. It's three ninety nine, maybe three twenty nine, even for a block. It is my favorite to eat with crackers. I recommend it to everybody that's near Trader Joe's. And I looked up a fact that Queen Victoria was given a thousand pound wheel of cheddar as a wedding gift. Think about what's a thousand pounds. Like what weighs what? a thousand? I would literally pounds? was like um... a car. What's a, what's sure. a car way? Think what about is, a, what does a car way? What weigh? could you possibly? Don't like moms lift cars when they're yeah. like what's their babies. Yeah, what's a ton? What's a ton? A ton is two thousand. Okay, so okay, it's a half ton. It's wheel. a half ton. Wait, let's work backwards. I weigh two hundred okay. pounds right now. So five. <laughs> that's I'm not ashamed to tell the world. Right, um, no. So five, five of, of you in a circle, like, think of you like a rat king, <laughs> like just congealed together. That's the size of the cheese wheel. <laughs> what did she possibly do with it? Like you can't even begin to eat all of that. But I mean, not a bad wedding gift if you ask me. What's your favorite thing that cheddar is in or enhances? <sighs> like, because it's basically on everything. I, I guess I would say mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. So that's like the biggest. When I looked up the stats, it's the most popular cheddar recipe is mac and cheese. So, yeah, for me, definitely. I put some other cheeses in my homemade one, but that's the main one. And I think that's probably my favorite. So many Rankinsteins were like really commenting a lot when they wrote cheddar. They would have to like say super sharp or medium sharp. Yeah. Like, And I just lumped it all as cheddar. I know that like they are. They taste very they different. Do. I cannot believe a medium cheddar. Like what a do me- I need that for? I can't imagine what I need. What's that for. like a light cheddar? If there's a sharp, Pale, a medium, is there like a, a boring dull cheddar? Yeah. <laughs> like the, what does Baby that taste cheddar. like? It tastes like provolone. No, but I do love a sharp. Ooh, a sharp cheddar. So yummy. All right, and then coming in at number one, happy to see this at the top, but honestly, the order of this list doesn't matter too much this time. This is... Let's see. This is like the fun guy. You're just like, oh. yeah, you you brighten my light. When I see you, it's like, woohoo. Not like crazy like the number seven Pepper Jack. Like he's a little, he gets annoying. This guy is just like. He's um, a staple. He's just like, he's He's, he's a staple. You I want to say a, a John Feldman. I was and if that gonna <laughs> say a John Feldman. He if you're is, listening and you know John Feldman, that's, that's what I'm he's saying. This. He's just like, he's the guy. Of and course. so number one is. Mozzarella. Mozzarella, the number one. So the last like statistic that they have that was that Americans buy 341 million pounds of mozzarella per year. That is 
a lot, guys. I mean, I'm sure it has to do with pizza, but I love I know. a mozzarella. We, like, think about how much of that is just pizza, just pizza. shops. Like, well, Pizza Hut like is like the biggest buyer of I could mozzarella. Uh huh. Exactly. It's so good, though. But we're not really. When you and I are talking about mozzarella, we're not really talking about like shredded right. mozzarella, right. right? We're talking fresh mozz. It's Ooh. been fresh mozz from the beginning. Fresh mozz is so so good, and it's amazing with a little balsamic and like think how about they do a caprese. Than a caprese. <laughs> I can't think about anything better mm. with reduction, balsamic reduction, the kind of sweet with basil. Oh, I can't think of anything better. So delicious. And I do like it in the pizza form too, obviously, but that's so totally different. You know what other form I like it in? A cheese stick. Oh. Is that what they're called? String cheese. I don't know. I'm, I'm back to mozzarella sticks. Like I was like, yeah, we already talked about oh. this. It's my favorite food. <laughs> no, sorry. A string cheese. Now, we, I was talking about this with some students today. Do you peel your string cheese care. or do you bite it? <laughs> that's what I don't care. Everybody what asks that mean, question I all don't the time. Care. It's like what one of you? the like get to know you's like do you peel it? Do you bite it? Maybe just like in the things I've done. I Is peel it. Yes. A yes. Get to know you. I mean I've just people I've heard that so many times because I, I don't know people that I mean let me tell you this. My brother and Kitty Robinson bite it. So what does that tell you about <laughs> biting it? We love it but those are contrarians by nature so I peel it right? Nancy Barber bites it. The biting is alarming, but you know, it, it happens. Some of them, some of my students today said they bite Do it. Do you and bite I said, it? Well, I said there are serial killers. In <laughs> I mean, like, I bite here. it when it's dipped in batter and fried too. Like oh, I bite well, it that yeah. way, of course. So I could, but I peel it. It makes it last a little longer, you know? So one of the things that I learned in our class was like mozzarella is like, you know, buffalo mozzarella is that called? It's like, it's supposed to be made from it buffalo. It is. It is made from water buffalo. So I but looked that's what that I'm up. saying. When here, a lot of it is not. It's right. made from cows and yes. we still call it mozzarella and it's not actually supposed to be called that right. because it's not buffalo the mozz. same. But isn't that weird that so it's made from buffalo? It's so weird, except there's this pizza place in like shady side here that is like a wood-fired like super authentic pizza place and they have buffalo mozz only that's the only time i've ever i had heard it that's the first time i had heard it and i was like i thought that was just a kind and i never really thought about it again today when i was researching it i was like well there is that buffalo what is that water buffalo if Literal you don't immediately picture someone Veggie milking tails? a buffalo oh, mm-hmm. then <laughs> i thought water buffalo everybody got like my mind buffalo. immediately went to be like wait how do you how get do you near you one of those it. right <laughs> are you allowed are there a lot of those in italy are we allowed they, to touch them like what don't aren't don't we have do those have in the humps? plains of america right. what is a water buffalo actually i feel very comfortable like with the idea of milking a cow obviously <laughs> a water buffalo is there enough like of it like, yeah, like big i'm picturing like yeah like a little tiny one but anyways that's supposed to be like way better than the mozzarella that we have a higher fat content a higher like they can make much more of it after out of that obviously it reminded me as we were talking about milking cows. I don't know if any of you out there have milked a cow. It is very difficult. Again, going back to Uganda, they my host family was like, "Here, go milk the cow," and I was like, "This is so, oh my gosh, I've seen cartoons." Before. You know exactly like, how to do squirt, it. Squirt, squirt, pull, pull, squirt. Like easy, I'm doing easy, so easy. great. I literally could not do it. <laughs> like I was pulling and pulling. And they were like, harder. I was like, no. I was like, it's going to come off. And so then like you had to like hit their like udder to like no, loosen it up. I refuse. Like jostle it no. up. No. <laughs> oh my god. It was really hard and I couldn't do it well. So, you know, I give a lot of credit to like Imagine if it was a water folk. buffalo. <laughs> I couldn't even. I couldn't like, get close How to could that. I get any out of that? Heck no. Last thing, Kaylin, before we like get into our Rob Goddess and stuff, like what's a cheese curd? Okay. I've tried. I like researched and it's a it curds seems and whey. To me, oh, yeah. Don't get me started. Miss Muffet. Like it didn't stick with me when I was learning it at all. But it seems like it's a it's a byproduct of the process of making cheese. So like not all the curds like originally like not all get the curds in. would make yeah. it and so then they would take those curds and like push them further and further and make cheese curds i love cheese curds on poutine right absolutely delicious or like a fried cheese curd i think they're delicious Ooh. and they squeak when you bite them which some people love some people hate yeah but i was just like one of those questions i was like can someone please explain cheese kitty curds robinson to me? I did research went enough hard for hard. cheese curds this week and she loves them and she says she really stands by them and i do i like them when i've had them that's true all right, why don't we talk our Rob Goddesses and our You Can't Sit With Us. So what's your Rob Goddess this week? Our Rob, we, we both talked about this. My Rob Goddess is ricotta cheese. I love it. How do you make it good in like a pancake, a lemon ricotta pancake even on pizza? I live for that. I love ricotta. 
I can't believe it was so low. Those of you that didn't vote for ricotta, like, I guess you don't like lasagna. I guess you don't like manicotti. I guess you don't like stuffed shells. I guess you don't like any of that. Ravioli. I guess you don't like like you don't like a cannoli. What's like, wrong come with on, you guys? We <laughs> need this cheese to make all these other things. It can go sweet. It can go savory. Things. I love it. It's a rob goddess for sure. What is yours? Mine is cotija cheese. Not enough people put it. Mm, it's like mm, the mm, fresh, mm. basically similar to queso fresco, mm. like on a Mexican, like on a taco, and you have that white crumbly cheese. Ooh, that is very much. So that's the safest of all. Good. That is tastes so much less than feta it uh-huh. just has like the perfect amount of taste it's so and it complements mexican food so well yes and yum. really only like four of us voted for it i was so sad it's so all good. right what's your you can't sit with us this is easy i put up an instagram poll on the first day and we were just talking like cheese things and so i said cheeto puffs or cheeto crunchies my you can't sit with us is every single person who voted for cheeto puffs guys guys Cheeto crunchies, yum, 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 yum. Cheeto puffs, puffs? M- worse than any kind of puff. I get it that you want like a cheese puff. Sometimes you don't want the Cheeto We brand. should have you committed for picking I'm puff. nervous. I think maybe your thumb accidentally hit puffs and you <laughs> meant, we could not have had that on purpose. So you cannot and we know, sit And we know who picked which. Oh, I know okay, exactly. Guys, I've ha- know. I have names like rattling around up here. My You Can't Sit With Us is going to come from fifth grade Cody, not okay. adult Cody, and I'm going to make some enemies right now. Oh, no. My You Can't Sit With Us is Baby Bell Cheese. Ugh. When I was in elementary school, I hated when people had those cheeses. One, I was jealous of the wax. <laughs> I was going to say, you because- hated when people had it, not the cheese. <laughs> Not the cheese. I hated it because our family never got it, so I never even got to try it. I thought it was weird that they were just biting into a hunk of cheese. Yeah. And I was jealous that they got to make shapes out of their wax yeah. or a retainer or whatever. Or it like put like it on their fingers, uh-huh, and make yeah. little Pac-Mans. Oh, man, you were yeah. really left out. That's very sad. I was sad. really jealous. So Do that's you buy them you now in your us. adulthood? They're at Aldi all the time. I did one time, and I was like, this is okay. It's like It wasn't my favorite thing, but I liked the wax more than the cheese. <laughs> so it's a honestly. good toy. It's a two-for-one. All right, guys, that's our conversation on cheese. Next week, we are doing a very special episode that we need your help on. We are doing a new segment called Rankenstein Hotline. <gasps> Yay! This, we are so excited about our Christmas episode where people sent in their Christmas stories. Some of your stories were so funny that we figured we have to do this every once in a while mm-hmm. and get people's stories. And so this week on our Rankenstein Hotline, we want you to send us your embarrassing traumatizing weird funny gross hilarious stories about gym class guys now, uh, if oh you don't have gosh. one that immediately comes to your mind did you even go to did school? did you even go to school right this is going to be so exciting we're going to talk through how we want you to send us these submissions because i don't want them all ruined on our social media i want some of them to be a surprise so we're going to figure out how we want these to get to us but we're going to do we're going to do it in the style of our last one we're going to rank them among ourselves amongst ourselves and read them out loud it is so funny to just get a little bit of a story without all of the context and we were dying at the last episode so we can't wait to do it again so if you're a Rankenstein with a story, call on into the Rankenstein hotline. Remember, always be voting. The only way to make the list your version of correct is to rank. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.